here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. Welcome back, guys. Uh, once again, my name is Nick Masick. We also have Vital DeJust and Lonnie Cox. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, Lonnie. It's good to see you, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been how a while. Was... I was in... Yeah, how was the trip? You were up in New York? It was good, man. Um, I mean, I probably caught COVID there, but uh, <laughs> I... uh, it was cool, man. New York is the shit. It's a great, it's a great comedy town. Um, it's a lot of fun. I nice. uh, I can see myself nice. up there someday. It was great. Good, nice. Got to go to the, oh, I got to go to the cellar. Uh, I saw John Oliver do stand up. I saw yeah. Mark Norman. Yeah. Uh, Mark Norman. Mark Norman. One of those. Uh, I saw him. Sweet. It was fun. It was a lot. That of sounds fun. great. Yeah, I'd say uh, I if I had to guess though, I'd say you caught COVID here in Florida, not in New York. Just if I had if I was playing the odds, that would be my guess. <laughs> Um, pretty sure we all have it right now. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's good to have you back in the state, man. Um, even though we're all going to be probably quarantined through the holiday weekend. Um, it's nice to see you, see you back around. Um, Vital, how you been? Everything good? Uh, pretty good, but yeah, I bet I, uh, we're going to go get tested tomorrow. We're going to see, <laughs> but I just looked it up. It said like, it takes like three days, this new variant. So, oof. I don't know. Yeah. Also, oh, I don't know what the testing is like down there for you, but for me, it's like hours and hours of waiting and you can't even like I went all over the town today to like try to find testing. I couldn't find it. They're Luckily not. enough, I found uh, some at home tests at a Cuban pharmacy. Oh, dude, really? I went to all the pharmacies after you mentioned it. No one had anything, dude. <laughs> I felt sure. like this is crazy. I was like, yeah. all right, I just that's my plan. I'm going to try to go to the one in the lines tomorrow. Yeah. So um, turn your volume down just a couple notches. I think that might help. Um, but yeah, no, they, they don't really want us to get tested here in Florida because, you know, if you, if there are no tests, there are no cases, right? That's right. <laughs> so no, they make it, they've made it really difficult to get tested here. Um, so, because, you know, got to get those numbers down. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are sick. A lot of people got that shit. So, so let's talk fantasy this weekend. Uh, Vital. Dude, it was close <laughs> again. You lost like just a, just a couple points. Oh man, all right. I wasn't so worried about it this time. <laughs> I mean, not as much at stake, but uh, but you're out of it now. And Lonnie also, it looked it looked like you could make a run at it for a little while, and then just yeah. Those you know, two guys. Even, I, what makes me feel better is even if I would have played Amir Abdullah, I still wouldn't have won. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, but listen, man. I started a season zero and three in a fourteen team league, and now I'm fighting for third place. Pretty good. Pretty, Pretty good. good year. Pretty good. Yeah, I'd say you got a good shot at beating Steve too, man. The way your teams come together, like you got healthy yeah. later, his team kind of has fallen apart. So I think you yeah. got a pretty decent shot at third place. Uh, so that's good. Um, come away with a couple shackles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> well, so me and Vitaly are sitting on the sidelines, but. We got some interesting matchups uh, this for the next two weeks. We're doing the two-week final. Uh, so Cam and Terza are at the top. Not a huge surprise. They both are pretty heavy-loaded teams. Um, so that'll be interesting. It should be a close matchup between them. Both those teams have been scoring a lot. And then in the bottom bracket, that's where things are getting really interesting <laughs> because Chris Braun, who traded away Dalvin Cook – to Cam, who is now playing probably the the favorite. He's, him and Terzo both have really good teams, but, you know, playing for the first spot, and now Chris is looking like he is definitely at the bottom. Probably he's going to need a big turnaround for his team not to be finished dead last, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of how I saw that trade working out. Um so not a great trade for both teams, really. Um, who, who did he get for Dalvin Cook, anyway? Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar right. Chase and James fucking, what's his name? The running back for the Niners, who is now, in fact, the starting running back 
but he dropped it. So basically all he's got, and oh. Terzo picked him up. So like the only player that he has gotten out of it is basically Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, who's had, who's since that trade has really started to sink to this terrible. This, listen, I, I, I think I like Chris as a person. I don't know if I've actually talked to him, but his, his fancy football skills, I don't know, but his decision-making. <laughs> it's not good. It's not. It's definitely not good. But you know what? When he's up on when he's dancing alongside Nico Bowling, um, you know the yeah the <laughs> the re, the ramifications of that trade will sink in and uh, probably will maybe reconsider next year. So I am really hoping that he loses to Ryan, and I know Ryan's going to pull out all the stops. And Ryan's team actually has been a pretty high scoring team throughout the season. It's a a little surprising that he just slid this far down into the loser's bracket, but you know Ryan does not want to do that dance. I couldn't even imagine Ryan doing it, which is kind of why I want to see it. I I know. From a purely, like, friend standpoint, I would love to see Ryan do it because I think it would be really fucking fun. But I kind of want Chris to have to do it just because, like, dude, what are you trading Dalvin Cook away for? You know, like, there's shit that's on the line here, and if you hadn't traded Dalvin Cook away, you probably wouldn't – he wouldn't be in this position. He would have won, I think, either last week or the week before uh, if he was still sitting Yeah, probably. So – Because he does need a running back. I I don't – he does not have a solid core of running backs to be trading away Dalvin Cook like that. There was Kareem Hunt, but that was good. Not at all. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, you got, you got, we'll see, we'll see how this all plays out. I'm very curious to see how it all plays out, but we got two weeks of playoffs. So it should be interesting. Um, Could you, oh, Ryan, Ryan's going to be so sad if he has to dance. I know it. He is, he is really going to be, yeah, he's going to be despondent. Dude, Patel, do me one more time. Try plugging your, your speaker back in. Cause it still sounds a little, I don't know. It's equity. We got to figure this out. Um, all right. Well, so anyway, let's uh, let's get into what about your other leagues? I know are you not in any other leagues, Lonnie? But right, is this your only league? No, I am not in any other leagues. Um, uh, this is my only league this year. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a great year. A lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I was I was feeling that. You know the Angels in the outfield were gonna were gonna carry me home after they, what they did with Mac Jones, um, <laughs> but just getting me in the playoffs I think oh. was enough for the Angels, um, the fantasy football Angels, and maybe I'll still come away with a couple shekels. Having gone from legitimately planning to be doing an interpretive dance to now be fighting for third place. This should, that should be my third place. This should be my money. <laughs> this is bullshit. I would have took care of all of you last week and been in the same spot. I would have also lost to Cam this week. <laughs> yeah, your team you did not do well this week, though. Your team was terrible. Yeah, but I would have lost the same way. That's why I'm not so sad about it. But Lonnie's still taking my money. <laughs> of performing well in futility, man, like. I think Travis Kelsey scored half as many points as your entire team did this week for me in doing nothing at all. So I have Travis Kelsey and Tariq Hill in another league and it's the best, but now Hill is got COVID and that's the week I have a buy. Oh, I had them ball out this week while I was my buy week. I know me too, man. I got, I got first round buys in two of my other leagues. I'm in the semi uh, semifinals in two, in all three of my other leagues though. Um, but yeah, I dude, Kelsey and Hill situation is not great. So yeah, I'm scared for that whole team because if Hill has it, how long till Kelsey test positive? Like yeah, yeah. It's but but there's the receiving core can't be that far away from the tight ends. Like no, I know. I I don't know. We'll we'll just have to see. It's been an issue (laughs) for everybody though, all the teams, all the fantasy. Like it's just the last two weeks have been really rough. Um going every sport. Every sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But bas- uh, it's made it football fun because there was football every week, every day that last week, which was a really good day. It was. Yeah, it, did. it definitely made for a lot of good games. The um, the Browns-Raiders game was a nice, fun little bonus surprise afternoon game on, was it Saturday or Mon- Monday afternoon? That was mm-hmm. a good one. Came right down to the last play. Raiders won. Super dramatic. Mm-hmm. That was fun. 
uh, man, like tons of upsets again, though, this past week, like upsets everywhere. Uh, the Bucks got upset by the Saints, which I know it's not a huge upset, especially with how many players they had get hurt. Um, but it's still an upset, you know, especially in terms of the standings. But probably the big one, man, the Lions. What the fuck are the Lions doing? Like, what? And, and it wasn't really just an upset. It was a domination of it the was- number one NFC. And then and you, I think someone said, oh, are they taking it easy? They had everyone out there, bro. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. The Lions beat them straight the fuck up. Dude, the Lions blew them out out it was ugly it was it was total domination and they did it without their top two running backs who were arguably the best players on that team certainly from a fantasy perspective no deandre swift and no jamal williams they're both out Mm -hmm. for that game and they just do they just destroyed the cardinals it wasn't even close and that was that was the detroit team that i expected the previous week because they've been playing tough and the previous week they got they lost by four touchdowns they've been killing my teasers but i picked them again this week because <laughs> they owe me um so yeah that was a uh but that was man that was a wild game um who else was that was an upset were there any other big ones there's some just some interesting games um um I don't know, kind of the Eagles in Washington. If that was a little bit of a surprise, but not yeah, by not, not too much. So the Eagles have been playing pretty well of late. Um, Dolphins. Oh, the Colts running over the uh, Pats hard. Colts <laughs> running over the Pats. Not a huge upset, but a big game, uh, especially in terms of the standing. I mean, I expect it to be more competitive. Like, well, it was until, yeah, because they did their fourth quarter drive, but then right at the end again, they answered right back. Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of on the fence. It was it was it was a good game. It was a really good game, um, and I got a, kind of one of those games you feel like you might see that matchup again in the playoffs. Like very, very easily could kind of play that play that out. Out. Um, Dolphins won again. Is it six straight now for the Dolphins? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Is it six or seven? I'm not surprised. It's six in a row. <laughs> they are now we're seven, seven and seven. We started one and seven. Yeah, yeah. this is just insane, dude. That's. They're what a year. Of, Incredible. I know. And, but I mean, also like I did look at the teams <laughs> that they beat and the teams that they lost to. And it's like the teams they beat, no one was very impressive. The teams that they lost to the NFL. Though. Are you just talking about the Patriots? Is that the team you're talking about? That no, team we beat? I'm not talking about that team. I'm just wondering which team, because if we beat Detroit, you, you know, Everybody's an NFL team here. All right. Respect the teams as such, Nicholas. That's true. That's right. <laughs> How many NFL. teams in this six game winning streak have a winning record? Let's see. I don't even. The Ravens, I think, is the only team in this six game winning streak. You beat the Jets. And we beat them by a lot. So it wasn't by a little. We beat the Ravens. We whipped that ass. <laughs> yeah. And the, the Ravens have been struggling a little bit lately. Um, but like, yeah, well, let's just we'll see how this this plays out through the end of this. Who's who? Who do you got this week? Who's the who's on the Dolphins' docket for this? Uh, chopping block this week. Uh, let's see. We have the Saints coming off a nice Ooh. win over the Bucks. Ooh, that's gonna be a good game. That's actually two seven and seven on good. Monday night too, bro. Yes, I'm actually I'm the I'm Dolphins excited. play Monday night. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that's the we're going to display ourselves. This is our coming out party before that's we crush the Titans and the Patriots. The Dolphins have not played on Monday night in a long time. <laughs> Do you feel it? This is our year. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but this is this game will go a long way to deciding the playoff fates of both of those teams. Two seven and seven teams on the bubble, man. That's. It's going to feel like a playoff game, especially on Monday night. That, that's going to be good. Is it? Man, I feel like the Dolphins are going to take that one easy, man. Oof. I don't know about easy. I don't know if I'm delusional, but like their easy, QB bro, situation, though. it makes for our defense just water. I'm not even talking about what the offense is going to do to the defense, but our defense is going to eat up that fucking QB mess. You know it. Like we're going to blitz them like every other down. Taysom Hill can't handle that pressure. You very well could, but you, I, listen. I wouldn't. I'm not. I wouldn't pick the Saints, but I, I'm just gonna say it's it's gonna be an interesting game. I think the Dolphins will win. Honestly, I, I, if I had to pick that game, which we'll, we'll uh, theoretically we'll be doing a show on Monday night, so we'll pick that game again. Um, but uh, but yeah, right now I'd be leaning towards the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I'm with you actually. It's the next two games after that. It's really it. 
Those the are Titans the in the past. Titans in the past. They got to run the table, I think, to to make the playoffs. So we yeah, have. They do absolutely incredible nine straight, man. Whew. Because we would have to knock the Patriots off and the Titans. We need both. We need them both to lose, and we need to be the people to do it. <laughs> and then you'd probably end up having to play one of those two teams the first round of the playoffs again. So it, exactly. <laughs> That's a tough road to be on, but man, it's different. hey, this could be the year the Dolphins sweep the Pats. I don't think that's happened since Marino. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think oh no, happened. we did the Wildcat year, I think. I lied. Oh, yeah, yeah. You probably did the Wildcat year. That makes that that does sound about right. Um, I wonder if we're gonna see more games move because of COVID. Um, it's I hope not, kind of, because it does, it can create issues like. Seattle, their game got moved and they lost players, whereas the Rams got players back. So it did, I don't know, it kind of, it did shift the balance in that game a little bit. Um, the Seahawks were definitely not happy about it, uh, but that's what the league decided. They got to try to field the best product that they possibly can. Um, this is something, this is something interesting that I saw. I don't know if you guys, how close you watch these games, have you caught these moments? Two times this past weekend, I saw players, and I don't want to sound like an old guy who's like crotchety and shit like that. Two times, though, I saw players make a play, cause a fumble, and not realize that the play hadn't ended and that they had caused a potential turnover And they st- because they had started celebrating the play. I saw it happen twice. The play was not over. The player who made the initial play was celebrating mm-hmm. and meanwhile the ball's still rolling around and everybody else is scrambling for it i saw it happen two times and it's like all right listen i'm all for celebrations i love the celebrations i think the more the better they're fun they're good for everybody and maybe that's <laughs> this could be one of those things because one of the things that they emphasized this year was taking taunting out so like you're no longer allowed to celebrate in the direction of the player that you just manhandled so instead they're aiming their celebration deliberately away from the play but in turn missing the fact that the play is not actually over so i would yeah but but that's a i don't think that's a celebration issue more than a a lack of discipline that's probably a young player thing because you play to the whistle that's the whole thing if he he didn't hear a whistle he shouldn't turn around yeah that's basic yeah, it, it is. It was really strange to see, like, because you see it once in a while, but like to see it twice yeah. in one week was really interesting. I was like, Jesus. And like in some, I think in both cases, somebody from their team ended up recovering it. So the play ended Lucky. up being, <laughs> yeah, they're really fortunate. So they probably didn't get chewed out as much as they theoretically could have. But it's tough. It's like, you just made this great play and you're celebrating it. But meanwhile, your team's trying to get the ball. Like, yeah, don't, don't maybe just <laughs> hold off on the celebration until, until you hear the ball, the play get called. That's I thought. <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. Did you guys see either of those? I forget which games they were in. Um, I mean, were... I remember Chase Claypool doing something while the clock was running out. But that was like two weeks ago game. on Monday night. Yeah. 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 Um, but the Steelers are a fucking dumpster fire. Their locker room has been a dumpster fire for a long time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you no, know, shit happens, man. You guys, you guys remember, like these guys are also like they're professional athletes, but they're also trying to like make a name for themselves. They're trying yeah. to become personalities. Like, yeah, it's not just football. Um, and I don't remember, I don't know what teams these guys were on, but like you're getting now towards the end of the season. Like, it's not what you think. You know, when you if you were to talk to some of these guys, like they don't give a fuck about winning the Super Bowl at this point. Like, they don't. It's it's <laughs> over. These are grown men. They're millionaires. Like not everybody cares to win. So some of them are having fun. They're like, fuck yeah. this. I'm not going to play on this team next year. Like I hate this coach or these yeah. are grown men. That's why Urban Meyer is not playing anymore. Like <laughs> isn't coaching anymore because, you know, one of the, one of the big dynamic shifts that happens for college coaches is that they're not in charge the same way that they were in college. Like, they don't have the same um, power dynamic that they did when they were in college, like in college, you know, you're kind of holding the NFL over these kids heads and being like, if you want to be in the NFL, this is what you need to do. And now we made it, man. Like I'm an adult. I make millions of dollars. Like I remember when Nick Saban coached the dolphins, uh, there was a, there was a defensive tackle. His name was Vince trailer. And um, he 
just would refuse to call Nick Saban coach. And he ran up and down the – do you remember that, Vital? And he yeah. called Nick, Nick. And, like, that's why, I, you know, everyone – Nick Saban has his own rules. But to me, that was one of those things that's like, right, Nick Saban does not have the command of the locker room. It's not as easy. Right. Um, but when you look at a guy like Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, it's even more impressive because he gets his team to buy in. Yeah. And a guy like Dan Quinn, I think also, like, he's probably not an X's and O's guy to the mm-hmm. point that Bill Belichick is, but you can tell that they fucking love him. Yeah, but a lot of coaches are like that. You show players respect. Like the yeah. – what's it, guys? The uh, Detroit's coach is like that. Yep. Campbell, I liked Damn. him when he was a Dolphins guy. The Seahawks, yeah. hard-boiled. Like, yeah. as long as you show these guys, like, yo, we're all men here and we're on the same mission, most people will fuck with you. <laughs> That's right. And that is something that I will say about the <laughs> the Lions, man. Dan Campbell – those guys come to play for him <clears throat> every single day. They are they going. Love they love him. They are going in the right direction. Because he's a beast, dude. I, I dude. loved him on the Dolphins, dude. I'm sad we yeah, don't yeah, have him yeah, anymore, dude. Yeah, he's dude. got he's so much heart, dude. And you, yeah. yeah, for sure. It, it, it's different though. Like with the guys like the Belichicks and you know the Andy Reeds. It's like they're also the other thing that the players that play for them recognize is that that's a place that other players want to play. They can attract yes. good mm-hmm. talent, and the reason they can attract good talent is because this is where you can make a name for yourself. This is where you can become a champion potentially. This is where you can become a Hall of Famer. Like they know that those guys are going to put them in position to have big time careers, make big time plays in big time games. And for the players who really do care, that's something they want. And the other thing about this is the other thing, Andy Reed and Bill Belichick are also the GMs. I believe both of them are. I'm pretty sure they have GM power as well. Oh, The players look at you and they say, Oh, you're not just the guy who tells me what to do on the field. You're also the guy who decides if I stay on this team. So, mm-hmm. right, coaches that don't have GM power don't get the same amount of respect, uh, which which I think is fair and reasonable. But like you, also as a coach, you have to earn that. You have to like you know. Of course, the organizations have to know that like we can trust you with this yeah. other responsibility. Not to mention the time commitment that that has to involve. Uh, but it's it's literally an entire other job that they're doing. They're doing two people's right. jobs in one. So. But those coaches, those guys, they have the attention because they do have the same kind of power that the college coaches have over their players. You know, is it your agent calling and speaking with you? <laughs> uh, plus, they have that. plus, it probably helps when they're on a good team too, right? Like, Because if you're on a team like the Patriots, no, beyond that, because you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if I fuck up, someone's go, like, someone will come here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am oh. just like alignment. It's not like, oh, who wants to be in Detroit or something like that. I was like, shut up. I'm all you got, bro. It's not like, no, was, someone will come be here. That was well, one of my favorite. Remember when Bill Belichick, like, remember when he would send those guys to Cleveland? Yes. He, I was just going to oh, say yeah. Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins. My old team. Jamie Collins complained, and he went from being undefeated to winless, like, in one day. <laughs> he was traded and to the Browns. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler <laughs> went from being the hero of the Super Bowl to not playing in the Super Bowl the next year. Remember that? He like Yes, he but stopped. that, to me, that was Belichick. That was where he takes it too far. He cut off his nose to spite his face. You could discipline Malcolm Wait, Brown all you didn't want. Didn't he, like, go the- break curfew or something? What did he do? It was something about not taking a hotel, right? But you know what? Here's the thing. If it's the difference between winning a Super Bowl and losing a Super Bowl, play Malcolm Brown and then trade him after the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, that was a situation where he didn't play and they lost that Super Bowl. And that yeah. was, yeah, right. and it was arguably it could have had some, like there was, there were a bunch of plays that Malcolm Brown was a baller at that time. He was making the kind of plays. No, I agree with you, but I'm needed. sure Belichick didn't believe that he would have had that big of an impact on the game. I don't think he really believed they were going to lose. I think Belichick. I don't think, I agree. I don't think he would do that because he doesn't play hardball with Tom Brady or someone. He played He knows you need it. He did the same thing with Randy Moss. And all Moss said was, I want a longer contract because I love it here. And he was like, you're out of here. <laughs> like, and <laughs> that year they had another shot to win the Super Bowl and they didn't. So um, there have been a couple of situations where Belichick's being too stubborn, I think. But yes, yeah, he'll just send you to Cleveland if you fuck up. 
Um, now it's not Cleveland's not the team that they were back. Obviously, they were 0 for back then. You know what the funny thing is? Jamie Collins is back with the Patriots. He's back on the team on his best behavior, <laughs> making plays on the field. He actually had a, he had a couple big plays this past week. He's over here keeping his mouth shut. He's like, oh, bro, just, I just need to work, bro. Detroit too, right? <laughs> Jamie Collins did have a stint in Detroit, I think. Yeah, with, with when it was Matt Patricia. So when it was the Belichick coaching tree, right. Patricia wanted him. Um, but yeah, it was. <laughs> it's funny. Like I just picture that 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 you know interview process. You know, he comes into Belichick and he's like, "So did you learn your lesson last time?" Yes, yes, coach. <laughs> like you, I bet they do call him coach. You know, like yes, coach. You want to come back and play first again? Yes, coach. <laughs> sure enough, he's right back there. He's back on the field for the Patriots. Keeping his. You think Bel- I don't think Belichick has meetings with people. I think he has meetings and then he overlooks you talking to other people. That's how I imagine it. Like a sub arch, he's just standing there I don't know. while you're having a meeting with the assistant coaches. He definitely has the most, I feel like the most power and respect of any of the coaches in the league. Um, but yeah, those, those are the guys they want to play for because they want, they want the notoriety. They want that fame, that whatever. Um, this was a fun thing that I liked. So this is, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this statistic pop up, Matt Stafford on Tuesday night became the fastest quarterback to 50,000 passing yards, least games played to 50,000 passing yards. He beat everyone to 50,000. But he had the game script for it. Playing on such a bad team for so long, dude. They're playing from behind all for a long, long, long. Yeah, but time, you know what? Dude. There's a lot of there's a lot. No, of I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. But just, yeah, it's like the same thing with Dan Marino. When you're on a bad team and you gotta like ball out and be the man, you if you're a good guy, you will be. Okay, like, he did this with no running game, questionable line play. Megatron was there a little bit. Megatron he had for a while, but that's one guy. Who got that helps. He's a, who got, he was a Hall of Famer after one yes, season, of man. He is. he is, of course. He is a Hall of Famer. But, like, I'm just saying, to do that, I think – I just don't want to do, – don't diminish what he did. Because there's a lot I, of I don't mean to. I don't mean to. You're right. A lot of You're right. I am being a negative. There's a lot of quarterbacks on really bad teams that aren't doing what he did. It's not easy to do. Um, mm-hmm. It's – actually, it's it's – damn near impossible to do so yeah of course certain things worked in his favor but he's still like you want to talk about other quarterbacks who had those kind of game scripts drew Brees, he did it faster than drew Brees, one game faster but (laughs) it mirrors it bro but drew Brees is a lock for a hall of famer okay yeah and he did it faster yeah so bad i think matt stafford is a lock to be the hall of famer a hundred percent, he is. Yeah. Of course, he is. This when I saw that stat, I was like, "Oh, he's oh, for sure." No, Matt Stafford's all famous yeah. for sure. He, the only thing he's missing is a uh, Super Bowl to be the first ballot. But he, you know, be. the thing is, is if Matt Stafford plays for Dallas, he has he's mm-hmm. got Super Bowls. A hundred for or sure. Or if he plays for um, New England, he's got Super Bowls. Uh, New England is different, man. I don't. No, I think his style matches up with New England perfectly. He's just like Tom Brady, that West Coast quarterback. I think he's perfect for their offense. No, no, Matt Stafford is a fucking run and gun like. I mean, he can, but he can throw. I think he throws in the pocket a lot. I think he can do. I think he had to in Detroit where he had to run, but like West Coast is is Aaron Rodgers, which is like short throws, bring up the offense, and then throw it over their head. But like Matt Stafford is a fucking gunslinger. Like Matt Stafford is like Brett Favre, like. He wants to throw that fucking ball deep right. and get it over your head. And um, so accurate and so strong. Yeah, like, he's very good. Cannon. He's, he's and from, he's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah. He's had more. I mean, you look at the winning seasons he had in Detroit with – he took Detroit to the playoffs a couple of times. Like, people forget. A couple times, yeah. Book Detroit to the playoffs with no mm-hmm. record and a shitty defense. Questionable defense. Probably those years. Um, that that one year that they play, I remember the Cowboys played them. The year that we lost to the Packers when Dez caught the ball. Yeah, we played the cat. We played the Lions uh, the week before. Their defense was pretty good. They had they had a good team that year. I'm trying to remember exactly who was, who was on it, but like you know, Megatron set the record against the Cowboys, 329 yards. God damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking 
balled out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I just thought that was a cool moment. It was a cool thing to see. And it was it was one of those like statistics where like, oh shit, like this is a measuring stick for Stafford who's never won a playoff game. But you, you got a quarterback who's literally never won a playoff game. And we're already saying, oh, he's but he's a Hall of Famer already. For sure. And that is really that's that's and I think he will win playoff games going forward, especially if he stays with the Rams for a while. Like his his resume is going to get better, but it's already how old is Stafford? He's like 33, I think. 34, maybe. So he was drafted. I remember him. I remember him at UGA. He was drafted in like 09, I would say, 08. Yeah. One of those. 09 sounds right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Number one overall. I think he was number one overall pick. Every bit is every bit lived up to it. Like if you can get another, uh, like, you can get another. Yeah, they said 13 seasons. 13. Yeah. So I just thought it was it was a cool moment. It was a cool record for him to have because it's not, I mean, we might see that record broken, but it's also not a record that will be impacted by the expansion to 17 games to a longer season. It's not about how many games are in a season, it's not about one season, it's about total number of games to how many passing yards you got to. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's just spectacular. I, I like these. Uh, the, most of the advanced analytics make way more sense than with the way that they do it. Though. They help you qualify players, I think. And that was one of those yeah. that did that. It was like based on their impact to the game, not just their record. And so like, oh, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. oh, just when he's on the field, the point differential is this. I was like, some of that shit really speaks to a lot. Some of it does. No, it's not, but the point differential when they're on the field is it's not as impactful as it is for like NBA. NBA, because there's so much fewer players and they're doing so much more. It's hey, but sometimes it's impacted NFL. That means that guy's a distraction. Even if he's not necessarily getting the ball, he forces coverage. Like, yeah, I mean, it is. It definitely is still a statistic that I think is valid, but it's it's weighted differently because of the number of players that are you know yeah. on the field with them. What's the statistic? Point differential on the field off, mm. that kind of thing. Uh, it's that's like huge. That's like what they, they have that in football now, in situ, yeah, but situationally, like you know, like the point differential when Stafford starts versus when he doesn't, it's like it's more, you know, it has more to do with the quarterback, I think, or maybe like the defensive signal caller, or like they usually do like defense. I hear them for linebackers all the time, like middle Line, linebackers get right, those middle linebackers. References. Who are usually the signal callers? They're 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 essentially the quarterback of that team. Um, you know, like yeah. a guy like Aaron Donald. Like there's there's statistics that they measure those guys on that don't show up. Obviously, they were talking about Aaron Donald, and one of the stats that like they said his agent keeps track of is the number of yards that he gets in drawn penalties. Which I thought <laughs> it's like, yeah, I bet his agent does keep track of that because that's yeah, that that coaches will notice that. That might not be like a fancy player stat, but a coach will see that. Mm, like that's salivating. I see that. <laughs> that's something that his agent takes to the general manager when it's negotiating time and says, "Yeah, okay, you can throw all those other numbers out the window. This is how many yards he gets you for free. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. you know, like that's a that's a stat that that is really important to him. So. Because he's trying double double teams and still getting holding calls. It's nuts. This shit is ridiculous. He's bananas. Um, fun play. Did you guys see the Saquon Barkley one-handed catch? As, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. The same week the Matrix comes out. Like I was like, oh, I might have been. Was it the same day that the I was like, dude, he's fucking. He's like in the made. It was a Matrix catch. It was so. It didn't even look like it. I'm not gonna say it was better than the Odell Beckham catch. But it made you forget about it for a second. It made you forget about it for just a split second. You're like, oh, that was one of the best catches. It made you think about it, actually. That's what it does. Like, it was better because Saquon normally doesn't have hands. Hmm? <laughs> I, I said it was better because Saquon normally doesn't have hands. I see him drop so many passes all the time. So yeah. for him to just all of a sudden turn on, I was like, yo. It was pretty. It was a really nice. It might have been the catch of the year. It probably I think he was practicing. He was oh, maybe. <laughs> um this, I'm I'm excited to see what the catch of the year is, but that one could be it. It was it was just like a stick it out and grab it. Um, wow, did you guys see in a losing effort, uh, but the performance of Tyler Huntley with the Ravens? Very good. Oh, I saw. Yeah, he might end up being a starter somewhere else. Um, mm, let's see. 
Let's see if it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, man, that's that uh, that's that QB shit that when no one gets a plan in, when the backup QB comes in, bro, I don't know what it is. They have an aura around them. They are hot shit. Coaches haven't seen them. They have no game nah. video on them. And then they just ball the fuck out. He's got but then after a week when people start to catch on to him, they're done. Yes, but I've also we've seen him before, and he's looked pretty good before. And the only thing I would say is that he has the same or very similar type game as Lamar, which is one of the reasons they wanted him as a backup because he fits their offense uh, that they designed around Lamar Jackson with his skill set. So yeah, I don't I don't know how much of it was like oh we haven't seen this before. It, I think it was just more like. Oh, this is like he can fill in for Lamar and he looks like Lamar and he's really good. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Um, his fantasy numbers were really good. Uh that was bananas. So uh, he didn't finish put up no one had him. I don't um, believe anyone played. No, I think although but now he's given me so I still have in one of my leagues, I still have Dak, and Dak didn't deliver again this week. He has in, he's it's not that he's bad. He just hasn't had to do much because the defense is playing so yeah, well. Yeah, I'm saying fantasy-wise, in yeah. real life, killing it. Yeah. Fantasy, he's not – I know – I believe that he still can do it, but, I mean, Lonnie, you watched Cowboys closely. Is that – am I – do I have an accurate – like, all right, let me put it this way. Brett Huntley, if he plays this week, because I might be able to grab him on waivers. I'm going to try Um Lamar still isn't practicing ankle injury, which is not a great injury for Lamar to have. Um, Huntley's playing well, right? So why would you rush Lamar back if Huntley's playing well? So if Huntley gets the start against the Bengals, would you – I'm leaning towards that over Dak against Washington. Fantasy. You got the rushing attack, the running yards. The rushing yards are huge, and he can pick them up in bunches. Um, Who are they playing? The Bengals. So they're probably going to have to score some points. Bengals have been on a slide down, though. I don't know. Let me also put it this way. This is not – I am not the favorite team to win. My top three draft picks from that team are out. Uh, My one, two, and three – first, second, and third round draft picks, I think, are all not playing. Derrick Henry's out. He's done. Darren Waller is maybe, um, but he probably is a plan. Like, I'm a big underdog in that league in this matchup. Huntley, to me, is a boom or bust, but I like the boom potential. This is how you pull an upset off in the fantasy playoffs worlds. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it, but I see what you're saying. It's a boom or bust, but I would head my best with uh, Dak. I think Dak is going to air it out. You really do against Washington? I don't think they're going to be a good Washington's, game. The thing is, is Washington def- Washington's defense is not as good as um, Cincinnati's defense. You've got tape now on um, what's his face, Huntley. Um, Dak has been like so-so for the last few weeks. So it's a divisional game. I don't know. I just – I don't – think the ceiling is very high for Dak in this game I I think they're gonna win I think their defense is gonna make him feel comfortable running the ball and not having to make sling it all over the field I just don't see it happening I don't I don't think the game script is gonna be there I and he Washington what didn't Washington give the Bucks the run for their money I think it's about to be a shootout dude no, I think they'll give them a run for their money. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring affair because I think the Dallas defense has been playing so well, and they're going to be playing against a third-string quarterback again, probably, maybe, uh, within Washington. And while he did play well, whatever his name was, from Dallas, Garrett or something, I just – Dak hasn't been running with the ball. He hasn't been getting rushing touchdowns, and those are both things that are on the board if you got Huntley. Yeah, the Bengals' defense is good, but so they shut – if they shut down the, the receivers – then he's going to take off running with it. Those are points. You know, those are good points. So, I don't know. I'm leaning that way. Mostly just because like, if, if I needed like a consistent, if I needed like, oh, I just need 15 from Dak and the rest of my team is going to ball out. I don't have those guys. Like, I don't have, my team is banged up. 
I'm coming in as an underdog. I, I need a, I might need a 30 or a 40 from my quarterback to pull off the upset. I mean, if that's what you need. Yeah. Don't go for Dak, but I would, yeah, you want a boomer busting. I, I would say this hedge. I would head my bets in the middle. That's me. But, but if you have, need a boomer bust, I yeah. I don't understand your boom potential is like 5% to 95%. That's what I'm saying. I know. It's not I good. I think it's higher than that. I think Huntley, he's got no. the running. He's got the rushing ability. I, well, Dude, but I'm telling you, it's that thing. I, his bust, I, his his big uh, boom right now was because of his uh, no coaches had him planned out. I know you like he was like, you just played a couple times. People just don't expect like backup QBs, so they don't watch film on them. And then until they start to win a couple games, they're like, oh, shit. I still think I got to do it. If I need 30, I don't think I'm getting 30 from Dak. I yeah, know. you're not, but no, that's what I'm you're saying. not getting it from him either. I'm saying. Odds are. I'm going to need 30 to pull off this to, to make it to the championship. Listen, I've been in this situation. I've been in, on both sides of this where I'm like, okay, I got the horses. I'm just going to stick with my lineup. I'm going to start it. My team's solid. I'm dominating. That was me last year in this league, and I won the championship, and I just I knew who I was going to play. Then I've been in other situations where I'm like, all right, I am probably not going to win, so I'm going to take a shot on, like, a Robbie Anderson or a fucking Patrick Laird. Or, you know what I mean? I'm just going to take a shot with some guys, and I've pulled off some upsets, and I feel like that's what I need to do this week in that league. So – and Huntley's right there, man. He's available. I'm going to, I'm, I put a waiver in for him. We'll see what happens at 3 a.m. <laughs> if I wake up in a COVID sweat, like, did I get him? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's, what do you, what do you think, Lonnie? If I need a 30, would you trust Huntley or Dak this week? Not that you trust either one, but if you, if you need a 30. I don't think either one of them is going to get you 30. But, which but I think the, the better, the higher scoring quarterback this week will most likely be Dak. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> we'll see. He's been letting me down pretty consistently for like the last year. No, week. I know. I know. <laughs> because they're winning. They don't, he, he doesn't have to throw the ball. It's not, it's not a criticism of Dak or his ability. I think. No, like, no, I know. They will be there. He will be there when they need him to. But they just don't right now. Their defense That's is right. pretty good. Too good on defense to need Dak to. And Ezekiel Elliott is is showing signs of life again. Right. And Pollard's looking sharp. Dude, the running game looks really good. Their defense. Great team, man. It's exciting time. It's going to be really. losing the first round of the fucking playoffs. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, anybody could. The playoffs are pretty muddled up right now. Literally, any team could win or lose in the first round of the playoffs. Um, I don't. Yeah. It's anybody's bet. But they're going to be in the playoffs, I think. Right? I mean. It's yeah, a lock. They're not going to lose the NFC East. Did they? Did they lock up the NFC East? Is it? Is it a lock yet? I mean, they're very close. It's like close. they're ten and four. That's good enough. Or ten and five. Who's the and nearest to them? The closest one is the Eagles, and who's seven and six? Yeah, it's, it doesn't it's, realistically. They'll so they'll probably get one home game. I like them. Honestly, I like them at home. I think right now, first round of the playoffs. I like it. I don't think they are going to get bounced in the first round. But like you said, they can <laughs> depends on who they play, man. They can play anybody. I know there are a lot of good teams in the NFC, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they're well, they're probably gonna get like the Saints, the Vikings, or you know, maybe who else is in the middle of the NFC? They could get like the Cardinals. I don't know. Why could they could get the Rams? They could get the Cardinals are on top of that division. True. They could get the Rams. Even oh, the Niners are eight and six. Dude, the Niners are scary right now. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. They're coming back. Like, Kittle's back healthy. Dude, I, they're going to have a hard time, boy. Like, that, that first round playoff thing is a realistic possibility, dude. It is. For all teams, though. For every team, I think. Yeah. It's so many teams that are still in the mix. Um, we should talk about injuries. We're talking about injuries briefly. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, dude, I was worried when I, I saw him get hit. Dude, that's like three weeks in a row someone's got that thigh-neck thing, dude. It's getting scary. His Bridgewater. Three weeks in a row I've seen it. Dude, he looked, it was scary when he went down. Uh, it, they're saying it's just concussion. But, man, I was like, ugh, this looks bad. And he's not like a really big guy. He's kind of a more slight of, you know, he's a skinnier guy. He You know, like – I don't know. Not bulky. Yeah. Not bulky. No. But you know what? After he went out, 
Yeah, not that you ever want to see a guy go out, but Drew Locke looked pretty good. And I actually think that the the value, the fantasy value of the receivers kind of increased when Drew Locke was in there. He's a nice thrower of the football, man. Um, he's, Backup QB effect, bro. Those two, but those two competed on a on a pretty even level, I think, for the starting job. Same effect. <laughs> I don't know, Drew Locke. When he's played, I, I feel like he's given those those Broncos receivers a little bit more value. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, but he does, but he's very inconsistent. The same thing. I agree. Like when he is there, their ceiling goes up. But then again, there are some weeks where they're all scoring three. So yeah, at least get everyone eight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it depends on who their matchup is too this week. Um, but I'm probably gonna have to play Tim Patrick in one of my leagues. And he's been boomer bust. Um, did the, uh, the Bucks lost a lot this week. They lost Godwin for the rest of the season. Uh, Evans with a hamstring. So I don't, we'll see about that. And then Fournette. How long is Fournette out? Oh, for the regular season. But he'll be back for the playoffs. Back for the playoffs. Okay. So that's huge for them. Um, Fournette is not as big of a loss, I don't think, because they have Ronald Jones. And Ronald Jones can make some uh, – I mean, he was taking up a big portion of their running game. Ronald Jones had taken a big backseat. He had. Um, they just had okay. on Bell today. So – uh, they're definitely going to feel, you know, they need Fournette's a, absence. They're going to feel it a little bit. I think more in the passing game, honestly. Um, but that just means Ronald Jones is fresh and healthy, probably. So, well, no, they picked up Le'Veon Bell earlier, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's more for depth than anything else. Because if, if you know, if something happens to Ronald Jones, and it's like, where do they go from there? You know, they they need excellent. And also, Le'Veon Bell is a similar style runner to Leonard Fournette, so I think he kind of fits their system right now, but. He probably won't touch the field much. No. I don't think he'll see a lot of action. I think maybe some a little bit on passing downs, but I think it's going to be the Ronald Jones show um, until Fournette comes back. But the Godwin, that one really hurts. But once again, they while it hurts, Antonio Brown's supposed to be back, I think, or eligible to be back. Um, so, you know, A.B. might just kind of slide right into that role, and we may not notice. What, what is the thing about eligible to be back? I thought – what. Is he vaccinated or not? Like, what's going on with him? Ah, who knows, man? It's Florida. They don't. What are the rules? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It, uh, he got suspended for three games, I think, and I think his three games are up. So he's yeah, but like he got suspended for having a fake vaccine card, right? That doesn't. Does he need to be vaccinated? So what was even put the point of him having the fake card? Vaccinated. I think you just no, have dude. to be honest. Yeah, there are no rules. Like, about- I think that's what Aaron Rodgers got in okay. for was that he didn't, he wasn't forthright with his vaccination status. Yeah. Okay. But that's I was just wondering how it works. It was a lot of like, listen, you could go back now. No, no, Still, no. You don't have to take a vaccine or anything. But- the players that are vaccinated are eligible to come back sooner after a negative test than the players that aren't. Um, ah. And and they're yeah they they don't they're not required to sit out for as long if they end up with a positive test. I'm sure there are also other little perks that they get. So it's yeah. probably trying to slide through. They're yeah, probably like free coffee in the break room. <laughs> Something nice you can um, go through. They probably have special uh, fucking vaccine lines in the NFL. Everyone vaccinated gets quick onto the plane. Yeah, you get your popcorn faster. Um, it's like being at the movies and you pay for that thing. So that's uh, but yeah, those those injuries are, are are potentially a big deal. But also, by the time the playoffs come around, if Antonio Brown's back in, if got if Evans gets healthy, it sucks for Godwin. That's a shitty, obviously, end to the season. But if they can get healthy for the playoffs, they might still uh, still not see much too much of a drop off. But they got pretty dude. They got handled. They got shut out. I did not think we were going to see the Bucks get shut out this year. So that was that's pretty ugly. Um, another big concussion, Freermuth. A lot of people are playing Freermuth uh, with the Steelers. He's been having a pretty nice run. He got knocked out with a concussion. He's questionable, I think. And yeah, and then just like the whole COVID list. There's so many guys on COVID. So um, let's talk waivers real quick, and then we'll do quarterback picks. So I talked about Tyler Huntley. I think Tyler Huntley is a good pickup, um, potentially, if you need somebody at quarterback, if you need a boom or bust big maybe make a splash take a big risk on Huntley I like it personally Antonio Brown obviously coming back 
is a waiver pickup if he's available. Ronald Jones is going to be a big waiver pickup this week. Probably the number one waiver pickup, I would say, is Ronald Jones. Um, Because he's going to be available in a lot of leagues that aren't super deep. Uh, Not a lot of people are sitting on Jones because he really hasn't had any value up until now. His value is going to be pretty high for the next two weeks. Amir Abdullah, you talked about it, Lonnie. uh, He had a bunch of points on your bench. Wouldn't have helped you win, but still a valuable guy to have. So he's going to be available in a lot of leagues. Amane St. Brown for the Lions. Um, I got to say, like, first couple weeks seemed like a fluke. It no longer seems like a fluke anymore. Um, But that does depend on Jared Goff's availability, I think, because Goff has been playing well, and he got tested positive for COVID right after that game when they beat the Cardinals. So um, Amane St. Brown, potentially a good pickup, but depends on the Goff situation because he's kind of the key to that. Jacoby Myers, I think, is a good option, potentially. Uh, Hunter Henry had a career day. He actually helped me win my matchup. Uh, Dropped 21 points, I think, in that league for me. Um, Huge, big time, two touchdowns. And he is is one of Mac Jones' favorite targets in the red zone. So uh, definitely a guy worth taking a shot on if you need to throw in a tight end. Uh, What else we got? Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson, if... Damian Harris, once again, cannot play. Stevenson is a good play. I'm going to just throw this out there. As as crazy as this may sound, the Seahawks defense this week, they're playing against, who is it? It's some dog shit team. Chicago. Chicago. Chicago did not look good on offense. I think the Seahawks, if you need a defense, if only if you really need a defense, because there's a lot of good defenses have really tough matchups this week. Um, the Patriots have a pretty tough matchup. I think the Broncos have a tough matchup. Uh, the Bengals might have it. The Ravens, I don't know. So I think that Seahawks against the Bears struggling offense is all we could, you know, the only way you can ex- could say it. Seahawks defense, maybe take a chance with them if you really, really are desperate. Um, this is a really interesting other side note. Cam Newton, if you're playing him in fantasy, they did say that Sam Darnold, that Cam's going to start, but Sam Darnold's going to play some um, this week. I don't know what that means. That seems like a really weird situation, um, but certainly could hurt Cam's value, which brings us to our worst quarterback picks. All right, so... Last quick recap of last week. Um, I picked Mike Glennon. He dropped an amazing negative 2.4, 2.04. Yeah. Oof. It was good. He was really bad. Uh, was, <laughs> it was so, so bad. I think I would have beat you guys even with my original pick, though. Um, what's his name? Did not do well either uh, for the Jets. Zachy, Zach. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson also was bad this week. Um, Jared Goff, you guys, you picked Jared Goff, Lonnie. He scored a 21.64. Sure did. Cam Newton scored a 20.33. Got he got like at least one rushing touchdown. So, Lonnie, you get the first pick this week. And what- Garrett Gilbert, Washington football team. You know, it's he's not definitely going to play. No, he is definitely going to start. Is it <laughs> and Kyle Allen are both out with COVID? Yeah, but they are you sure they can't possibly come back? Uh, I mean, only... what I'm looking at right now on the sleeper on the sleeper app says Garrett. What's his face? I mean, okay, it's right now he's projected, but like it's right. What I'm reading right now says the football team will hope to get one of Heineke. Or Gilbert back in advance. Oh, Heineke or Kyle Allen. I think they meant Heineke or Allen. Um, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're looking at – so that's a oh, – Maybe I'm looking from the last week. Yeah, yeah. You're still probably looking at last week's stats. Um, I'm just throwing it out there because there's a bunch of these that are questionable. Now, obviously, if, you, if we pick a guy – so if you already know it's questionable from COVID situations – and the other guys come back, that's on you. If you pick a guy and then he ends up being out because of COVID last minute, we'll repick like we did last week. Um, that was what we did last year, and I, we got to you know stick with the same system. But if another okay. player comes in, 
I'll do Drew Locke. Drew Locke, Denver Broncos. Are you sure that Teddy Bridger? He, he sure looked like he yep. should. Okay. No, no, no. Drew Locke is starting. Okay, that's that's good. Happy to hear that. Um, not happy to hear whatever. All right, Vital. What do you like? Um, I have a question. Is Taysom Hill the Saints' starting quarterback? Yes. Yeah, he's going to be? Yeah, I'm going to stick on my Dolphins on Monday night to whip that Ooh, ass. Taysom Hill. Mistake. I Mistake. love, I love the football Mistake? Yeah, he's I'm gonna, the football. They're going to show you. Show well, seriously, you. though, the Dolphins look good, man. Brian Flores is one hell of a defensive football coach. He really is. I think he's the Dolphins' defense is fucking hard. I think he's a hell of. I can't wait to see what happens. He might get benched. I'm gonna let you know. That's that's how I'm gonna go with this. He's gonna get benched for who? Fucking Trevor (laughs) Simeon? They don't have yes. Nah, (laughs) benched for everybody. They're all gonna get benched. Taysom Hill, even in a poor effort, is could put up like 80 rushing yards. So that's a risky pick. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just even when he looks bad, he still scores fantasy points. But I mean, he's they scored nine. I don't know how accurate that is. Scored 20 fantasy points last week. I don't think so. What? How many fantasy points did he score last week? I don't think he's good. Points. He's on my bench. He's not. He's not good. I didn't say he was good. Scored like nine points. What are you talking about? He's dog shit. He's tall, but he does score. High as fuck, dude. This guy has scored 20 points two times all season. Here's here's how many points he has. 0.2, 1.6, 9, 17, 2, 1, 5, 21, 26, 9. He wasn't starting most of those games. The 20s came when he was the starting quarterback. Correct. Two out of the three last three games when he started, he scored 20. I like the pick. I'm not saying I don't like the pick. I think the Dolphins are going to cheat. He started on a 1.7 game. I just want to throw this out there. Against Atlanta. It was uh, a third. Okay. That was like the first game. I think he got thrown. I don't know. I'm not. Listen, I think it's a good pick. I like it. I'm not going to try to talk you out of it. I, oh, man. What am I going to do? Jeez. It's tough calls here. Some tough calls. You know what I'm gonna? Oh man, that would hurt to pick. Oh, I can't pick that guy. What's the weather like in Buffalo this Sunday? <laughs> Let me take a look. You don't want to pick. I'm gonna take Mac Jones. <laughs> I'm gonna take Mac. Are they Jones playing in Buffalo? In Buffalo this Sunday. I'm hoping for a blizzard. <laughs> It's either that or Zach Wilson against Jacksonville, but I think I think I think Jack, Zach Wilson bounces back against Jacksonville. I think Mac Jones could have another one of those. Let's not throw the ball games. I swear, if he disrespects me and throws it in the snow, I will fight him the next time I see him. <laughs> I'm not. It's got to be on site. I can't take that. I think you could probably could take Mac Jones. He doesn't look like the most. Um, oh, Mac Jones would fuck you up. <laughs> Get out of here. Mac Jones would not fuck me up. Like, he's a – listen, I'm sure he's good at football, but we're talking about fighting here. Right? I wrestled for four years. He was pretty large. I'm sure he could throw That's the true. ball. Yeah. Like, That's true. Mac Jones is a large individual. He would fuck me up. He would fuck me up, though. It's – yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I'm taking it. All right, so we got Drew Locke, Taysom Hill, and Mac Jones. This is going to be a good, good week for worst QBs. I like it. Um, there's going to be worse QBs than the ones we picked, but some of those situations are pretty murky. Like the Giants, who the fuck? Right. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, so uh, Roethlisberger Frum. can go either way any week. Like I never Jake know what that guy. Probably going to play for uh, Jake Fromm. That's that would if you want to take. And a then run. Russell Wilson will be playing for them next year. Russell Wilson will be playing for the Giants next year. You think so? Most is likely, that, I bet. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, New York or New Orleans. Yeah, he has. Um, he has. Uh, he'll waive his trade. His trade clause. No trade clause for New York, New Orleans, and I think Denver. But Ooh. I think New York makes the most sense. Interesting. I like. It. I like it. That'll be really interesting. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Good dynamics to see, and good for him. You know, that is so weird. Yeah, he's. Uh, he's been through the, that phase of his career where he's like he's made the money, but his contract has kind of hamstrung that team a little bit. And he got real fucking rich. He was, you know, early in his career when they weren't spending money on him, they won. Now he's done the middle of his career when they didn't win, but he got rich. Now he's going to do the end of his career where he makes a little bit less money, but potentially can win again. Um, you see a lot of quarterbacks. I think 
I think the best team for him would be the Saints, but I think him and Sierra go to like New New York or whatever. I think that's more their vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's gonna be other factors at play. Um, well, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting to see. So yeah. teasers to the last two weeks in a row. The Lions fucking ruined the teaser. Still seven and six. I picked the Lions again this week though because. Uh, why the fuck not? They're not going to let me down this week. Um, they're cool. getting the running backs back. I'm feeling good about the teasers. going to bounce back this week. Next game we got tomorrow night, 49ers and Titans. This game has some major playoff implications written all over. Good game, good matchup. Who do you guys like tomorrow night, 49ers versus Titans? Niners. I agree. I think Niners are trending up and the Titans are going down. That's right. Yeah. I think I agree. Titans might go from number one in the AFC to out of the playoffs. I yo, Derrick Henry deserves an MVP because of this injury. If that is not showing you, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know if they've ever done that, but um, yeah, you're right. But if they get in the playoffs, we talked about this last week. Derrick Henry is supposed to be back for the playoffs. They're saying I think maybe even by week 18 they could have Derrick Henry back, and uh, AJ Brown also could be coming back. So. Yeah, well, I don't think – I think – I'm with you guys. I think the Niners are going to win this game. The Titans are still playing tough football, and mm. they get their studs back, those two at least. Watch out, man. They're a different team. You got Derrick Henry. I, I think it will be a good game. Don't get me wrong. I just think most likely the Niners pull it away. Yeah, well, yeah, the Niners have yeah. more of their more of their studs. They got their full complement of stars. Uh, so I think there's definitely – they're healthy. They look good. I, I take the Niners. But – Titans come playoff time could be a much different looking team. So if they're in the playoffs, if they're in the playoffs, right. If they're in the playoffs, this is going to be, this is another one of those games. There's two teams. They both need to win badly. This is a lot of these games. The next couple of weeks are going to have almost a playoff type feel because of the desperation of the way that these teams need to play just to get in the playoffs. So it's good, fun, fun football season, man. Fun. A lot of parody, a lot of teams fighting for those spots. It's going to be a good couple weeks, so I'm excited. Do you guys want to play um, – do you guys want to play DraftKings? There's two games on Christmas. Do you want to do an extra DraftKings on Christmas and then another one on Monday night? It's up to you. I don't care. We did it for Thanksgiving. Yeah, man, I love beating you guys at DraftKings. It's <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I won this week. I needed the win. Yeah, I had, a, I had a bad week last week. I admit, I, I, I told you guys in the beginning when I was picking it feel good. <laughs> None of us felt good. It was close the whole way through. Like I think yeah, the, the selection was trash, dude. Yeah, that's, that's what made it so fun. Like you had if you were picking all kinds of plans. <laughs> it was a tough, tough week for doing. So it'll be another two-game DraftKings. So it'll be a an afternoon and then an evening game for Saturday for Christmas Day. Um, so I'm gonna try to watch. Also, you guys excited about the John Madden documentary on Christmas Day? I had no idea there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good with it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. It comes on at two o'clock. I'm excited. I like. I like John Madden. I think it's just gonna be a good, fun, like history of football documentary, as much as anything else. So, what's that Kurt Warner movie coming out? <laughs> Christmas Day, Christmas also. Sunday. Yeah, Christmas Day. It. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. I'll definitely check it out. It might be. I might not go see it in the theaters, but I'll give it a shot. I yeah, I'll pirate that shit illegally. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's going to be on one of the streaming services before too long. So, all right. Um, so uh, I want to ask you guys about shows, but I'm pretty sure we're all going to be quarantining this weekend and into next week. If you guys can't make any of your shows and I come uh, and I get <laughs> cleared before you, you know, let let them know. I'm probably going to be available. Probably going to get a lot of work <laughs> next week. <laughs> If I clear quarantine before the rest of the uh, the world, uh, I'll send you to do it. I'll just still tell them to Venmo me though. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just go do some time. That should be fun. Um, all right, cool. But you guys got anything though coming up besides that? Any any big plans? Not really. I mean, I have a show the 29th. I have a show the first. I have a show the second. It just depends on <laughs> if I get clear. I have a show tomorrow that obviously I can't do, but um, it just depends. You got a week till the 29th. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, hopefully this this runs its course pretty quick, and then uh, yeah, get back out there. But don't you need two negative tests before you can like go back out into the world? Isn't that what they say? I mean, that's the NFL rule. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think it's that strict. Yeah, if you're not the starting quarterback, vaccinated. So. Yeah, I think if you're vaccinated and you get a negative, not 
not, um, I'm personally waiting until I get a negative test. That's like one of the drive through the, the, you know, not, not the 24, not the, not the fast turnaround test. I'm going to get one of the longer, the antibody. I don't know how the fuck they do it. Once I get one of those and I feel better, I'll go back out. I think that's reasonably safe. Um, so anyway, all right. I'll text you guys, right, guys. next couple of days. <laughs> enjoy your quarantine. Enjoy your time inside. Feel better. Catch up on your stuff. Everyone feel better. <laughs> Take care. I'll see you guys soon. Bye, guys.